0: Hello and welcome to the Samuel Poctor Oral History Program's Race in Remembrance podcast series. This is your host, Alana Gomez. In the following 10 episodes, we will explore stories from our Joel Buchanan Archive, or JBA, collection, which aims to document the perspectives and experiences of local African American communities and commemorate Black history. This series will be organized by theme, with two episodes on each of the following— Racial Terror and Violence in 20th Century Florida, the Civil Rights Movement in Gainesville and Community Activism, the History of Racism within the University of Florida, the Prevalence of Academic and Professional Discrimination at UF, and the Struggle for Racial Equity and Justice Today. The United States was founded on racism and racial violence, as we will discuss in the following episodes. Those in power today would prefer to leave such a dark legacy out of the historical records, but truth and reconciliation are necessary for healing and change. Particularly in the state of Florida, there is a history of racial terror against Black communities, even within Gainesville and at the University of Florida. However, due to the fear of retaliation and the nature of racism, many of these incidents are hidden behind the doors of community centers and in the memories of those who choose to remember. These are their stories. For this first episode, we want to begin by introducing our program and resources. For those of you who are not familiar with our work, the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program is dedicated to sharing the voices of marginalized communities and peoples. We do this through our collection of oral histories, community outreach, and educational workshops. For the past 54 years, through the help of volunteers and educators, we have worked towards our mission to gather, preserve, and promote living histories of individuals from all walks of life. Along with collecting these oral histories, part of our work is aimed at making sure that these resources are accessible to the public, so today we want to spend a little time pointing you to some of these, including our YouTube channel, JBA Digital Collection, and program website. Links to these resources will be provided in the show notes as well as in the transcript of this episode. In addition, every podcast will include where to find the full interviews from audio clips we play, as well as other interviews and resources to learn more. So why listen? Why listen to this podcast? Why listen to the voices in your community? Oral stories offer a unique way of collecting history. Through verbal storytelling, quote unquote, ordinary people can share their personal narratives, the micro histories that make up the larger history. These are stories not shared in the classroom. They are the stories you won't learn in your American history textbook or civics class. In the public education system, these personal histories and truths are repressed. Thomas Coward, who taught civics and history at Lincoln High School in Gainesville, talks about his experience trying to teach these stories during the Civil Rights Movement.
1: Teach students about what really this whole thing about. Things were not in the the textbook. We had to talk about and talk about, uh, but I had to insert that in there. When the Civil Rights Movement came about, I was teaching uh, they were not mentioned in the textbooks. So I was teaching my students. But there were also other pressure groups that were not mentioned in that. Mm-hmm. And the supervisor of the school came into my classroom, and I had on the on the board the other pressure groups other than this uh, labor unions and all that. So I had SNCC CORE. In uh, ACP, you know, that? and she went back and told her superintendent, told director of instruction mm-hmm. that I was, this was doing the civil rights movement, that I was teaching subversive activities.
0: Oral history allows us to understand the intimate details of people's struggles. Whether within your community or in the community of a place you've never heard of, there are many things to learn within a person's life story. In our podcast, we aim to share those stories and give them to you, the public. Here you will find truth. Here you will find reconciliation. Here you will find remembrance. From the words of Dr. Patricia Hilliard Nunn, this is the importance of oral history, to share the stories that may avoid or neglect, be it out of racism, ignorance, or fear.
2: How do you exclude this? How do you exclude this information? So if you're going to write a book... About these people, what you're saying is okay. Well, those the lives of those laborers were not important, mm-hmm. um, which is false, which would be a lie. Um, or you're saying I'm just going to pretend it's not there. But I think more than that, I think that it's people have been socialized not to see it because even the people who are from here don't want to talk. They don't want to. When you talk about, you know, you know, see now you're talking about something else here. That is a subject that um, people still have fear about. And I'm talking about a lot of the black families because you, you could be lynched, you could mm-hmm. be killed if you did certain things, if you did not adopt certain um, um, physical behavior and oral behavior as you go about your regular day. Now, even with that in place, And this is why I think it's a travesty for people who call themselves historians to exclude the real stories of these people from their work.
0: Despite the prevalence of racial violence and discrimination, it is often intentionally covered up, both in the present day and in records of the past. Here is Ms. Sherry Dupree discussing the insidious nature of such exclusion.
3: This is hidden history, and this is the program of Florida. From the very beginning they have promoted Florida as a tourist state as a state to come and have fun and enjoy yourself but the true history not only African-American history but the Indian history the Cubans um, the Haitians all the cultures that are here has not ever been told and it's done that way to give the appearance of a state where you can come and have fun and enjoy and that's not the case Once you get into the history, you see that there's a lot of change, and a lot of it has been miswritten. And that's one of the uh, things that the NAACP is bringing out, the miswriting of the history.
0: While the past cannot be changed, it is important to honor historical truths as a way to understand and improve our current context. Only by recognizing the prevalence of racism across time and space can we hope to avoid repeating such patterns of oppression. While recounting a painful memory of her daughter encountering and internalizing racism, Ms. Patricia Steven Sue also highlights how history tends to repeat itself.
3: Someone asked, what's the worst thing that happened to you after you became a mother? And I get very emotional, uh, even before with, with the tear gas. That was. Uh, I've had to wear dark glasses ever since that tear gas. But... The most emotional thing that ever happened to me was when we moved from Quincy to Miami because we thought they had a better school system, Monica. What we found, because my mother worked, we had to take Tanana Reeve, who was three years old but ready for school, with us as we tried to find a home school for her. And they would say, white only. And she was only three, so she didn't understand now. To her, my mother was white because she was fair. She even thought I might have been a dark white person. (laughs) So to her, it was only a matter of becoming white, and that was no problem. She got in her little bed and poured powder all over her body. And she said, Mommy, I'm white now. Will I be able to go to school? You know, that's terrible. And uh, we have some of those same kinds of situations. We fight the same battles over and over again.
0: It is our hope that this podcast series will help amplify the often ignored stories of the Black communities at UF, in Florida, and across the nation. We hope that you not only learn something new, but apply the principles of oral history to your life by listening to and respecting others' perspectives. If you have any suggestions or comments, please feel free to utilize the email or social media given in the show notes to connect with us. We encourage you to share your own thoughts and stories with us via voice recordings so we can highlight listeners' takeaways in our closing episode. Tune in next week when we will be discussing the history of racial terror in 20th century Florida. Until then, keep listening to the stories around you.